0: Hello everyone, welcome to just what you never expected or just wine as I like to call it. My name is Ro and here on the show, we highlight the perspectives, experiences, travel adventures and becoming of this atypical Jamaican Canadian American girl. Yes, I'm talking about yours truly. I'm excited about this journey with you. It'll be a great ride, I promise. After two plus years of a pandemic, Lockdown, mask wearing, social distancing, quarantining, and vaccine intervention. The world is tired. Myself included. Most of us were so hopeful that 2020 would be the year when things go back to normal. And when travel would be completely commonplace again and everyone would be jet-setting. And then Omicron happened. What? Out of the blue. Here we go a new variant. Well, if you've decided you need to get away anyway and that no one will stop you, this one right here, this one's for you. Well, get that glass of wine if you're ready. Sit back, relax. You're in for a real treat. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Just Wine Wednesdays when a new episode of the Just Wine Podcast drops each and every Wednesday for your listening pleasure. Now, COVID-19 has been one of the most popular words, and not generally by choice, may I add, in every household pretty much around the world for the last two years. It has literally affected our lives in more ways than one, and for such a long time. For some, having to stay put and not move around can feel like punishment, feel like a sentence, and even confinement. So travel has resumed for the most part, but not everywhere, and there are so many things to consider, especially when the rules change often. COVID has literally taken the fun (laughs) out of traveling and specifically flying internationally with all the logistics, all the things that has to be considered and handled prior to your trip. It has literally made traveling just so tedious for those who've who dared to travel here in the, the pandemic. You have COVID test here, a vaccine card there, quarantine plan, this, COVID insurance, that. It can be a lot. Now, I stayed put probably till about August 2020, and then I jumped on my first COVID-19 pandemic mini vacay, and I've been traveling ever since. So since that first pandemic trip and February 2022, I've been to, let's see, uh, Jamaica, to Panama, Los Cabos, Mexico twice. I've been to Toronto, Canada, maybe four or five times. I've been to Dubai in the UAE and the Maldives. (laughs) You know, that's my nature. I travel. So if you're ready to take flight and pun intended, here are some must knows that will make your life so much easier as you prepare to jet set during this hopefully final stage of the COVID-19 pandemic. So you say, Ro, I'm ready to travel. I don't know where to start. I don't know what's allowed. I don't know if I can go here. I don't know what's needed. Well, the first thing that you can do is visit the travel page of the country where you'd like to go. The country's official government website will have a travel page dedicated to visitors coming into the country and the requirements that they'll like for them to have. So Info changes fast and you'll want to have the most up-to-date information and the current guidelines at all times just to prevent any hiccup on your trip. So my go-to is directly to that government page. So for example, if I'm trying to visit Jamaica, I'll literally do a Google search and say Jamaica COVID travel requirement or Jamaica COVID entry requirement. And the top two search results will be the embassy website and government website with the travel page dedicated to the COVID travel uh, requirements and information that you will want and you will need for your trip. So when looking, you'll want to consider the following things and look out for these specific items that will tell you what you need to enter the country. So first thing, do you need a COVID test? What type of COVID tests do you need to take and how long before departure? So there's an antigen test, there's the PCR, there's a rapid PCR, and those are the three common types of COVID tests that are accepted for travel. And this will be different for each country. So this is why I say go to that official page and see what they're saying, because this is where you'll get the information that you need. How long before the trip do you need to take this 24 hours before the the flight departs? Do you need to take it 48 hours? Is it 72 hours? That will be specified there. Additionally, do you need to be vaccinated? What is considered fully vaccinated? Will you need to quarantine? How long will you have to quarantine? And who will pay for that quarantine stay? Does quarantine have to happen at a place selected by the government? Or can you choose your own hotel and just quarantine there? Is there a curfew in effect? What time is the curfew? Is COVID insurance required? What's the coverage costs? Do you have to purchase it from the government or can you get it elsewhere? What does it have to cover? I.e. a hotel stay, medical expenses, transportation, and what government forms do you need to complete before leaving or upon arrival in the country? So COVID testing. So as I mentioned earlier, there are three types of tests that are common in international travel that countries are requiring for you to take when necessary or when selected to enter the country. And that's the antigen, the rapid test, the uh, PCR and the rapid PCR. So it all depends on the government and what they decide to do. Now what you must figure out is, where am I going to get tested? If you have a drugstore or a pharmacy in your country, it's likely you can get testing done there. As well, if you have a walk-in clinic, an urgent care center, it's likely you can get testing done there as well. There may also be government sites where you can go and testing is performed. In the U.S., the the federal government does provide testing across the country free of cost. And honestly, word of mouth is huge and probably the best and most reliable method for finding out new test sites, places where testing is offered, uh, where the lines are short, where maybe the cost is significantly less than other places. Just ask around. Some people have traveled or they may know someone who has traveled and can share information with you. People love to do that. They love to help and be helpful in such situation, especially when The information is really hard to come by. The other thing you can do is just do a Google search. COVID testing site near me or simply COVID testing. And you can find additional sites close to you that are providing testing. Now, when you travel abroad and you're in another country and staying in a hotel, most hotels actually bring in health professionals to do COVID tests for their guests. So they will usually ask your return travel date and they'll set up testing for you. So it makes it so easy coming back. I usually just do a quick call beforehand to confirm the date that I'll be traveling back, especially if I'm not staying very long in the country. If there's a quick turnaround time that may be helpful. But truth be told, once you check in at the front desk, they will ensure you have the opportunity to get tested within the time frame you need and according to the flight that you have going back to your country of origin they will make sure it happens and it's not as tricky and difficult as we think some hotels they provide the test for free when you stay for three days or more or three nights or more but this is something to verify with your hotel this is not by default across the board and and for others the costs are you know maybe 35 dollars us or 40 us dollars really not going to break your pocket you know and then Airbnb if you're staying in an Airbnb the hosts are usually very helpful and they're knowledgeable about where sites are located around the property that can provide COVID tests and they'll give you all the information about how long it takes and all that it's just a simple conversation and you can cross that off the list if you still need help finding a test site you can even check local clinics in the country in a foreign country local hospitals there you'll find testing will be done in select locations and if not they'll be able to point you in the right direction now we move on to vaccine status so this will allow you entry into some countries when you're fully vaccinated some countries will say hey yes you can come in but if you're not vaccinated you cannot enter countries will vary in what they consider as fully vaccinated for example panama considers fully vaccinated to mean having three Pfizer shots or two Johnson & Johnson shots. So that's booster included. Others will consider just having the two initial shots for Pfizer-Moderna or the one Johnson & Johnson as being fully vaccinated. So be mindful. Some places will want to see the actual physical vaccine card that you have and not just something electronic. So if you have a copy of your vaccine card in your possession, that's great. If not, and you want to travel to certain countries, you will need to have that with you. Again, the best place to find out about what's required as it pertains to vaccine status, just as COVID testing, it's that country's dedicated travel page, and it will have all their entry requirements listed and you can go through and just ensure that you complete each one. Now, for some reason, a lot of people are getting the idea that it's the airline that's setting a requirement as it relates to testing, and that's not true. So ensure that you understand the actual country's requirements. So an airline, if you're taking an airline, if you're taking JetBlue, for example, or if you're taking Delta to an international destination, the requirement that they're looking for will be according to the destination country for that particular flight. So don't be confused. The airline is not setting COVID testing requirements. They are simply following the guidelines of the destination country. So, that country where, that you're headed to for vacation, they have their rules. They tell the airlines listen, if you're bringing people here, this is what they have to have. And the airlines put that in place so that when you get to them, that's the front line of defense, you can make sure that you have everything that's required and the trip can be relatively seamless. Now quarantine, Ooh, quarantine is such a sore spot for many. Countries will want to know that you have a quarantine plan. Oftentimes they will ask, what's your quarantine plan? And you better have one if you want things to go well. The design of this plan is supposed to limit exposure to other members of the same household if there'll be other people there. So this means having your own bathroom and your own bedroom, that your things, your utensils, your plates will be separate from the household. And as well, they want to know how you'll get food, how you'll get drinks, how you'll get medication if necessary. All of that has to be in place. Now, I think gone are the days where officials are actually coming out to check that you're actually quarantined, but you still need to have a plan and you have to consider curfews. a curfew in place in this country, you will need to know what time you need to be off the streets, especially if you're going to be leaving your hotel, leaving the vacation property to go sightseeing. Maybe you might want to catch dinner or go to the beach. Quite a few countries still have curfew in effect and you need to know the time because they're actually strictly enforced for the most part and you can end up with a hefty fine or even some jail time if picked up. So that's probably the, one of the worst things that can happen on vacay. We're not trying to have you do that. So ensure you know when curfew starts, if it starts, if there is a curfew. And the last thing to be mindful of is travel insurance. Yes, travel insurance. If you're traveling during this time, it is highly recommended by yours truly that you purchase travel insurance just in case the dreaded COVID test for your return trip turns out positive or worse. There are some countries that require you to have travel insurance. This is a medical insurance and they want you to have this so that you can cover your expense in the event that you become sick with COVID during your stay economies are extremely stretched for the most parts and some governments are just adamant about not incurring the cost to take care of an infected traveler who's traveling for leisure when their healthcare system is already overwhelmed and when the growing deficit continues to swell so i get it i do and countries like aruba see aruba is open to both vaccinated and unvaccinated travelers but regardless of your vaccination status you will have to purchase travel insurance from the government of aruba for entry that's right you have to purchase your travel insurance from the aruban government not any third party you cannot use your travel insurance that comes with your credit card or the health insurance that you have from back home or even one that you purchased with an insurance company you have to buy it directly from them so where can you get travel insurance if you're not traveling to aruba and have to buy it from the government well there are companies like alliance that's alliance with a z and usi affinity and even your you know the trusted credit card companies and you can reach out to companies like cigna united healthcare and purchase any travel plans for your upcoming trip. With these travel insurance, also ensure that you have what's called primary insurance. Why? Because with primary insurance, that's the insurance that's going to be applied first. That's what's going to be applied in the event that you become ill while traveling. If it is secondary, then your pre-existing or your personal health insurance will have to cover a certain portion of the cost first before that will kick in. Ensure to include insurance for trip cancellation. So if you get COVID, for example, before your trip even starts and will consequently have to postpone said trip, then the costs that you incurred, maybe that are non-refundable, can be recovered through that plan. You'll also want to make sure that the insurance covers a hotel stay in the foreign country so that if you become sick, if you test positive, you cannot go home right away because they won't allow you on the plane. That there's somewhere that you can stay that will be covered by your travel insurance. You know, since the pandemic, I've never been on a single trip without travel insurance. I've never needed it, thank God, but I wouldn't want to be in the situation where I did need it and had no coverage. It's not too expensive at all. I've spent between 23 and 50 dollars on travel insurance for a trip and my trips don't last more than say two weeks generally it's about four days but i've gone up to two weeks and the coverage was there i didn't need it but thankfully i had it so travel insurance very very important i think it's worth the peace of mind just to have it now this may sound like a lot and it is The most difficult part really is just finding the information. And I've already told you where. You go to the internet, you look for the country's website and dedicated travel page with entry requirements and you start there. And that's a great start. If not, another trusted site is to find uh, the embassy site for that country and that will have accurate information as well. You can also trust certain news sites, you know, if you're familiar with, I've seen media sources publish information about travel requirements into certain countries, and they are reliable, but they're specific to the time period that they were printed or issued. Sometimes they're updated, but other times you need to ensure that. So I always just go straight to the horse's mouth and get that information that I need and take it from me, no matter how Frequent, you may visit this website, or no, me- like I've been to Mexico maybe a couple times during the pandemic, and every time I'm going, I still go back to the website to check because things change fast very fast. What I'd like listeners to take away from today's show is that the whole world isn't shut down, even if it is in your neck of the woods. Life indeed throws us many opportunities, much of which requires risk. And by no means am I suggesting for you to be reckless with your life and that of others, but I'm saying that there's a risk with most things that we do anyway. And rather than run away from risk, we manage it. We prepare for it. We try to anticipate and mitigate said risk. That means different things for different people, especially in this pandemic era. Sanitizing your surfaces, wearing your mask, etc., For some, getting away every now and then has been a way of escape, a way to cope, to protect our mental health, and to reset. We've had to learn different coping mechanisms throughout the pandemic and with all the repeat shutdowns and restrictions, some more so than others, depending on where you live in the world. But at some point, we can't stay locked up forever, or we may not choose to. I'm saying if you are choosing to move about and fly to another country, here's how to get her done. It just takes a little research on the front end and that's done. Everything is set to go. Typically, before flying, here are the key points to remember from what we discussed today. One, complete COVID testing if necessary. And personally, I do this whether or not it's required because the last place I want to be sick with COVID is in a foreign country miles away from home, miles away from my friends and family. Number two, complete a health declaration of some kind that's required by the country you plan to visit. And this you'll find online on their travel page. Number three, purchase some travel insurance. The peace of mind will be worth it. You can relax and enjoy yourself. Four, have both an electronic copy, a QR code, as well as a physical vaccine card on your person. Five, Have a quarantine plan in case you are required to do so. And six, ensure you are aware of any curfew in place because, again, this is punishable by fine and or imprisonment. And listen, I don't ever plan to take residence in any jail of any kind anywhere, but especially not the ones in some foreign countries. They make the jails in Canada and the U.S. look like a palace. Need I say more? Absolutely not. I recommend you avoid the same as well. Listen, I started flying when I was seven years old and that was a big mistake because now I can't stop. And if that sounds like you know that you are not alone. And on behalf of all of us here at Just Wine, especially yours truly, if you're choosing to venture out for international travel during this pandemic, safe journeys wherever your travels may take you. Well, that's it for our show today. Thanks to each and every listener for winding down with us here at the Just Wine podcast. I'm so, so glad you chose to spend the time tuning in. Look out for the next episode, which will be available for download next Wednesday. We do post episodes weekly. And if you're enjoying the podcast, let us know. Send us an email to justwinepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send us a message on Instagram. Also, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Stitcher, wherever you're listening. Let others know what you like, what we're doing well. It's quick and easy, and it'll be much, much appreciated. And by the way, if you have not started following us on Instagram as yet, pause your flow for a minute, just a minute. Check us out on Instagram. Follow us there at Just Wine Podcast. That's J-U-S-T-W-Y-N-E Podcast. Well, until next time, family, we'll see you soon. Bye for now.